Hello. This is James Urbaniak. This podcast comes to you from 3 a.m. This is not the ordinary 3 a.m., which some of you may have encountered on your way to 4 or 5 a.m. This is not the 3 a.m. you'll have woken up in the middle of the night of, if you are, I don't know, going fishing. Those 3 a.m.s are times, sections of the night. This is the 3 a.m. of insomnia. Insomniacs will know what I mean when I say that insomnia is a foreign country inside of your own country. It is more than mere wakefulness. It is a particular state of mind. I find it very hard to motivate myself to visit a state, say Indiana. I feel that I know what Indiana is all about. It's not so different, is it? Sometimes I catch glimpses of it on TV. Everyone's speaking English. They're wearing the same clothes. But when I actually go to a different state, I'm always pleasantly surprised. Because you're there, and you have to do something local, something regional and special, you end up watching people make cheese. You go to the Gear Museum, and it's always actually kind of fascinating. People probably make cheese in your own state, but you'd never go look at them doing it. Maybe I'll try to sort out the refrigerator. We currently have three ketchups. That's too many ketchups. Anyone can agree that three ketchups is a loose, insensitive, decadent, rainforest-depleting kind of first-world indulgence. A decent family has one. One ketchup. Okay, I'm currently casting my gaze upon the first ketchup, which is a special, fairly expensive, organic, no corn syrup ketchup. This is the approved ketchup. It stays. Although, there is very little of it left. This is the amount left. You're going to have to beat on the bottle twice and then fiddle around in the insides with a knife. This is a quantity. It's a definite quantity. It's a dangerous quantity. It's going to cause confusion. Ketchup bottles being what they are, with the insides all filmy, with opaque ketchup leavings, and the actual amount of viable ketchup always summed up in the air. I'm not going to throw it out. Not when it's the approved ketchup and there is good, nourishing ketchup food left inside of it, but I just want everyone to be clear that this is going to cause trouble down the line trouble down the line. You heard it first here, folks. We also have a bottle of regular ketchup, which we bought when we had a barbecue, and we ran out of the approved ketchup, and there wasn't time to get more, so Julie ran to the regular store while I was flipping burgers and got it there. We didn't end up using much of it. The bottle is almost full. Now I can hear you thinking, you're not going to throw out good food, that would be louche, decadent, and rainforest depleting. But let's remember, folks, that this is not, technically speaking, good food. 
I'm not going to read the ingredient list out loud to you. I'm not even going to look at it. I know that it's shocking. I don't need to have my beliefs confirmed. We do not support this ketchup. In fact, it's probably simpler, emotionally, if we stop referring to it as not good food, which we did in fact consume for much of our life and have a strictly nostalgic fondness for, and just call it straight out poison. Non-immediately fatal poison. And into the trash it would swiftly go, except for this issue of the dangerously low level of the regular approved ketchup. And I know you're thinking, James, what about the third ketchup? Okay, this is the point where Julie would say to me, do you know what? The cold is all gone. I don't have to actually look at the ketchups to decide about the ketchups, do I? Surely not. I'm an adult male. I'm capable of using my mind. It's true that confusing the whole issue, we have this third ketchup. It's a specialty ketchup. It's a micro ketchup, which was a gift. It's delicious. I bet it was very expensive for ketchup. We had it once with hot dogs. Delicious. We have never managed to use it since that time. Is it possible that if we ran out of the approved ketchup and there was no more ketchup because I made the decision to throw out the bad poison ketchup that we could just segue swiftly into this ketchup and everything would be fine? Except when I say that we had it once with hot dogs, I mean that Julie and I had it and the kids had the regular approved ketchup. And so I don't know how exactly the children will feel about the delicious curry accent in this ketchup. Those of you with small children know that when a small child wants its ketchup, it wants its ketchup, and it tends to have certain expectations about that ketchup, which are generally not so flexible. So the poison ketchup stays, for the moment, in case of a ketchup emergency. So no ketchup has actually been removed from the fridge, but all ketchups have been considered. In the middle of the night, the sliding glass doors are a problem. A person cannot help but notice that he is framed and lit just like a TV show for any large wolf which might happen to be watching with interest from the shadows in the dark corners of the yard. I'm like the cooking channel for a wolf. I can't see the wolf. All I can see is myself, mirrored in the glass. Hair, it would be flattering to describe as unruly. A ghost kitchen behind me, glasses glinting. I stare at myself, trying to see past myself into the yard. What I see is myself seeing myself as the wolf sees me. I do my best to look stringy, 
I try to look ill, unappetizing, then I think, no, that's a bad idea. I look like I'm cut off, isolated, alone from my herd. I straighten up. I tweak my hair into a position. <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. I know there's no wolf. There are people who will tell you, well, if you're up in the middle of the night for a few hours anyway, why don't you just get work done? It doesn't work that way. I'm tired. Well, if you're tired, go to sleep. It doesn't work that way. Uselessness. Mental and emotional uselessness is one of the signal hallmarks of insomnia. Projects are not completed. Any life conclusions reached at 3 a.m. will be discarded in the morning. Nothing about this time counts. Nothing about this time carries forward. I did at one point have so strongly the thought that what we needed were curtains for the sliding glass doors that I wrote it down and left it for myself as a reminder in red crayon on pink construction paper because these happened to be the materials at hand. I forgot about it the next morning until I saw Julie pick it up, thinking it was an offering from one of our children, recognize the sophisticated handwriting, squint. I thought it might be a good idea to have curtains. I didn't mention the wolf. Julie is a good woman, but she doesn't understand everything. People are not so interested in your imaginary wolf. I thought about getting powerful floodlights for the backyard, but then I thought, does that make my life any better, to be able to see the wolf? I thought, no. You know, somebody said to me that if I'm awake anyway at 3 a.m., it might be a good exercise to note down my dreams. And I'm here to tell you that it is not. Never mind why. End of discussion. Every man's fridge contains arcana. Julie thought it would be a cluttered look, curtains, that it would fuzzy up the clear, clean flow of the kitchen dining room area into the grass, and she said it's not like anyone can see into the yard or the house. That's just not true. A person who climbed on top of the garbage cans in the side alley and stood on them, rocking slightly, gripping the top of the fence for balance, could see everything. That's why I try, in the middle of the night, not to press myself against the glass, looking out. You don't want to be seen pressing against the glass, looking blindly out. I have been pressing against the glass, looking. And now there's a forehead smudge. If only my children were taller, I could so easily blame it on them. Gonna eliminate it by using the cord of my bathrobe. And now there's an indistinguishable smear. Who notices smears? Smears are just mysteries. No one questions them. Okay.
Very old apricot chutney. Uh, keep, I guess, right? Keep. Yogurt. Yogurt is fine. Oh, what have we back here? Ugh. Terrible things have happened here. Into the garbage with you, my noisome friend. Accomplishment. Scanning, scanning. Mustard is in order. Mayonnaise appears to be up to date. Hey, where are the capers? Doesn't every fridge have capers? It would be terrible if we didn't have capers. Capers are the trusty sentinels of the fridge. When all else is gone, the capers remain. One lonely jar of capers is all that stands against the totality of icy white. It doesn't feel right, a fridge without capers. I'm going to add capers to the list. Capers. Ah, never mind why. Never mind why. Am I going to be able to explain that? Never mind why. And that's not going to fly. Crossing out never mind why, which is going to arouse comment. Why did you cross something out after capers? Why did you cross it out and double cross it out and black it out with scribbles? What was so terrible that it could not be set on a shopping list? All right. What I'm going to do, I'm going to rewrite the list in Julie's handwriting. Crumpling up this list, setting it aside for burning. Okay, I'm rewriting the list. Eggs, pancake mix, toilet paper, celery, capers, slipping it in. Thighs, apricots, time. Okay, I'm admitting that's a little gaslighty. She might well have a moment in the middle of the grocery store of possibly profound self-doubt. Why did I write down capers? Do I want capers? What do I want capers for? What am I making with capers? Why can't I remember any of this? Do I have brain cancer? Am I crazy? Have I become someone I don't know? Someone I can't know? Someone I can't understand? What am I doing in Los Angeles? What happened to the dreams of my youth? When will I die? Is there a life after death? Is there a God? And if so, how am I judged? Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't see any way around it. I'll try to be sure to be there when she gets back to help her bring in the bags from the car uh, in a reassuring manner. Getting On with James Urbaniak, Episode 1, The Wolf in the Kitchen, was written by Anne Washburn and produced and performed by James Urbaniak.